0: Fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is a product of our imagination, causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist. That is near insanity. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. We are all telling ourselves a story. You're listening to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. 100% listener supported radio. Reporting the danger. Unafraid. Right here, where information never sleeps. Revolution. Revolution. Revolution Radio.
1: Good evening and Happy New Year to everybody. Welcome to Nightlight. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we all call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and hopefully everything in between. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Tonight's going to be a special night. Tonight, because it's the first uh, the first show of the year, we're going to start out with um, doing readings, the letter rip readings for you. So, if you would like to give a call in and get a letter rip reading, would be really happy to have you give a call. Uh, it's 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 going to be an exciting year for us, as far as I can tell. It's going to be one that that opens us up to a whole bunch of new philosophies, new thoughts, new wisdoms, new new everything. And it is a time in which it it you know if we haven't already decluttered oh my god it's time to start because it feels to me as though with this new year that 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 is that we are now becoming flooded with the energy from. Um, Massive changes on all levels in all manners of speaking are out there for us. Uh, I did the overview for 2017. It's on my website. I also did the December predictions. They are also on my website, and that would be at www.barbaradelong.com. It's lots of fun to take a look at the the predictions, especially at the end of the year, and see just how close I I came. I have stopped... um, actually predicting that the San Andreas, not the San Andreas, but the New Madrid line is going to uh, go off sometime this year. Though I do believe it is. I figure every time I predict it's going to go off, it doesn't. So I'm not going to predict that it's going off. And this year it will most probably rumble and 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 shake and and i'll i'll be able to say see i told you so so i'm putting it out there that i really do believe that it is going to erupt this year um it's 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 sort of like this this new year the new decade that we're coming into really feels as though um there's a lot of shaking up there's a lot of shifting around there's a lot of opening us up to new paradigms and and it's an exciting exciting time for us I really the more I, I take a look at it the more excited I get I don't I don't use a crystal ball I kind of just let information come to me but I wish I could use a crystal ball that would be really cool or scry like Nostradamus did but I'm not at his level yet so so I have to sort of just, clear my mind, open it up, and and see what the universe brings me. But it is an exciting time. I, I feel that element of excitement. I And it's not, oh, my God, a shoe is going to drop as much as it is, oh, my God, there's just so much change and so much new stuff and so much new philosophy that we're, we're finding that we're opening to. And what I find most exciting beyond everything else is the fact that humanity is really ready to accept so much new philosophy and it feels as though there's there's so much going on here that that it is that it is quite amazing i sit back every time and i keep thinking how much how much more can there be how much further can we reach how much further can we stretch and what i'm finding is that that there is Uh, an amazing and amazing new energetic shift that is touching all of us and what's what I find really the most fascinating is those people who are practitioners and, and have been in the field for a very very long time um I have 50 years over my belt a little bit more I have I have I know many people that have you know a comparable number of years behind them and under their belts so that so that and and I call these my old school people these are the people that that um have been studying and and practicing for a very long time by the way if you hear things falling apart in the background i got two kittens for christmas and they're in the process of taking the house apart um i don't think they can you know actually do it but but every now and then you'll hear things slamming to the floor uh don't think anybody's going to be hurt, but not sure the house is going to survive. Anyhow, back to the practitioners. It it feels to me as though the the practitioners that I'm seeing that that have a a, a great deal of of time on their you know under the belt that 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 what and when I call them old school, I mean that that basically they have um, backgrounds and and foundations through the spiritualist church, so that there is a a different kind of foundation that they're working from most of us are finding that we are being stopped and held in place it's almost like we're being held back we're being held in place we're 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 sort of here to um we're waiting for something to happen i don't know what it is we're waiting for to be perfectly honest but i do know that there's an element of stop and wait Hold in place and and it's it's that element of hold in place that I keep getting that that is is fascinating to me now I know um just before we before I go any on any further, I know there are many of you are who are trying to call in. I know Deb is trying to figure out how to do this and how to make it work. I'm going to keep talking till we get some of you because I know a lot of you want to have the letter rip readings. A lot of you are very familiar with what's going on. Because there is something going on spiritually. Uh you know, when you look out at, at the politics and at the socioeconomic stuff and at the the level of terrorism that is out there today, the the world is full of, of unease and unrest and, and frustration. And spiritually speaking, there's a lot of this um rebalancing energy, this this pulling things together and having to um Refocus a lot of stuff to to take another look to come in another direction with those of us that that are being held in place and and I I, I truly mean held in place, um, not just a little whisper in your ear. Sit back and take it easy and wait. It's physically having physical things happen to us so that we are forced to stay in place. And those people that that um, who are practitioners that I'm talking about. Are people that have traveled, as I have over the years, who who are constantly on the move and are being prevented from moving? Uh, it's it's almost as though we we really have um, our feet nailed nailed to the ground. It's as though we have, um, you, you know, the universe doesn't want us out there at this moment in time. For some reason, we are being held in in our homes or or kept immobile so to speak um and are prevented to really get out there and do the work that we've been doing for some of us decades and decades and decades i find it fascinating that i can count maybe eight or nine people that that i know of just offhand that that have had either um, illnesses that, that they didn't expect or accidents that they didn't expect or um, are, are beginning to manifest um, things that, that prevents them from going out and working in the field as we have always done. So that so that it's almost like we're having to reinvent the way that we impact uh, our reality, and it, it means that we're shifting and changing the way that we put information out there, which is fine. It means that everybody has to grow, and that's a good thing. But maybe that's maybe that's you know really at the the crux of all of this that that so many of us have been doing the same thing for so many years that we have to reinvent ourselves, and in reinventing ourselves, we are stretching into new venues, new arenas, new ways of getting our information out there. Uh, it's very exciting. It, it can be very frustrating. I know for a lot of the people that that i I know of that are that are being compromised. Uh, those who, who have tried to not let it get to them um, are are really you know they're they're kind of putting things off and rescheduling things, and I keep saying, you know it has to be something new, it has to be something different because we can't keep repeating ourselves, we have to reinvent ourselves so so doing. Block talk not block talk doing freedom slips radio is is one of the ways that i have um you know sort of reinvented myself here it's it's uh you know it, it it it's been it's been an adventure and certainly i am excited as heck trying to find new ways to put information out there um i'm teaching workshops that i've never taught before i'm doing lecture series that i've never done before it it is exciting because at this point in time you would think i can rest on my laurels but apparently i don't have enough laurels to rest on so that i'm being pushed as well and i would imagine all of you are feeling something similar i know we've come through a time of turmoil with the elections and everything but um when i try to figure out exactly what's going to happen in the country in the year to come uh you
0: know the Okay, we have a technical glitch. I'm going to... Ah, scrape. I'm trying to get Barb back and the rest of the callers back onto the show. Please stand by. Okay, the worst thing that can happen is dead air, except for the train going by. So I'm trying as fast as I can to get everybody back on.
1: Hello there. I'm back.
0: I'm glad you are. <laughs> did everybody go away or was it just me? No, everybody went away. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, it, and it took a little longer for you to arrive, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I rebooted the computer. I thought that. Uh,
1: That's probably uh, a good thing. <laughs> probably. Um, now, a number of people did try to call in. Are those lines straight now?
0: Uh well, they've, they've all hung up. Um, I was answering as fast as I could, and Skype was dropping them as fast as I, it could. So, <laughs> Okay, so, um,
1: yeah, if, if anybody out there is listening, it would really help us a great
0: deal if you could try calling in. And, and call the station line, please. Okay, I'm back again. That's good, I don't know why it's not working just right, but evidently they're calling the skype number and not the station number, and for some reason, Skype's not letting it stay on the stay stuck
1: okay, so let's give out the skype skype number what's the skype no no,
0: no, no. not the skype number, the station number. okay, so the station number is drum roll three one zero four two one. 4053. say it once again 310 Okay. So, would somebody please
1: please please call in on the station number three one zero four two one four zero five three, so we can get this show on the road. Well, there's a number And I see a number, but it's not, hi, 515, are you on, are you
0: there? I think they dropped. Oh, I'm beginning to take this personally. (laughs) How do you think I feel? (laughs) I think that that you're sweating a lot more than I am. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we've had quite a few calls already, and I just, I just don't know what else to do. But, um. If they well, can call in that or I don't know
1: well, that person I would think called in the three one zero number, wouldn't you think um
0: it it come to come to the skype number, so i I can't say any different, and if I answer them, then I'm off the show, so well,
1: <laughs> looks like we have more practicing to do, huh, I guess. Our apologies, everybody. Um, you know, Deb and I have, have done everything we could think of to try to become professionally adept at this, Let's and see if that'll work. In in our practice shows, we were brilliant. <laughs> Just working with live people seems to be the difficulty here. <laughs> but but you know, is Mercury retrograde still, or is it? Has it come
0: gone direct or stationed no, it, or whatever? It's they call still it. it's still there.
1: And, well, and you're see, dealing
0: with a Capricorn, so you get it in spades. Yeah. Such is life.
1: Well, you know, something that's that's what's great about Revolution Radio, among other things. There are people there that do that do try to help and try to give opinions and everything and, and uh you know, their technology is is going to be updated. Um and we have to also remind everybody that freedom slips um is uh, at revolution radio or revolution radio at freedomslipscom is all less, listener supported and um, everybody does Herculean work around here and nobody gets paid for it so um, I know that 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 the station has been up and running for quite a while and and they are at a place where they're going to be pulling in new systems and reworking everything, at which point, of course, we will all have to learn new stuff again. So we can anticipate these kinds of, of small setbacks. They're not terrible ones. At least we're on the air. Um, so, you know, if, of course, of course, this is not a, a great representation of what really good, good efficient people do, because uh, we're not quite there yet, but... Um, the station owner and and everyone that works on on the station work work uh, incredibly long hours and they give you know tirelessly um they they put their effort and their sweat and their tears into keeping the station up and running so small donation of any sort is really greatly appreciated you just go over to the um support page and and send us a dollar or two to help us um keep the station running because there are a tremendous number of very talented and gifted show hosts on, on this station that, that are just remarkable. And they put out unbelievably fascinating and informative shows. Uh, and it goes the gamut. It goes from, from the spiritual shows to the uh, conspiracy shows and, and everything in between so that there is something for everybody here. And it's just a matter of um, getting all of our eggs in a row. And speaking of eggs in a row, not that since, since we don't have a caller yet and we got to wait to see if somebody tries to call in to see if we could actually do a reading here. Um, I recently um, helped out at, at a, a, um, one of the holiday shows where people tour old houses that are in the area and I was stationed in in the room where, where a ghost had actually been seen, and there was a book written about it. And we did a show on it called, and uh, the book is called *Acquiescence*, and the author's name is um, Vilja Jance Urban. And um, we got over five hundred people through the house that day, which was just amazing. And I I told the story over and over and over again. I think I probably told it in my sleep as well, but. They were, they were so grateful that I volunteered my time and effort, that, um, and they, they do a lot of homeo- holistic homeopathic work there. Her daughter is uh, a Reiki master, and she does all sorts of essences and elixirs and things like that. They also have hens, and um, they, they, they are selling the eggs that they're, they're, uh, free, and their free-range um, h- hens as well. And apparently they were so grateful that they named one of their hens after me. So when they start putting the eggs out there for sale, I, I still, I, I don't know. I, I am flattered, but, but a little horrified as well. They're going to sell the eggs um, in, carton, in cartons that are um, actually labeled, you know, these eggs were especially laid for you by Barbara. <laughs> and and I keep, I keep thinking, this is just so weird and, 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 and cool and nice, but I, I think I am going to hopefully, hopefully they don't put my last name on it too. I, I'll die if that happens. I'll just absolutely die of embarrassment. But but what a kind thing to do and what a sweet thing to do. And, and um, I just, I have to go get a dozen eggs that were laid, especially for me, by Barbara, so that um, I can I can say that I have uh, eggs of a famous chicken. <laughs> so, so still waiting for somebody to call in here. I'm I'm kind of I want to kind of get into what I see coming for this next year. Um, I guess I'll start going into that. it it does feel to me as though there is a a sense here of, especially um, the January and the February timeframe that, that we're going to be seeing, and, and I, I've, I've said this for quite a while. And when I did the, um, the overview, I saw it again, I see foundations crumbling and the foundations that I see crumbling, you know, everybody thinks immediately of the Clinton stuff because that was so, so out there, but, but what I'm seeing is, is foundations of all sorts crumbling. It isn't just, you know, the one that we looked at the most. There, 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 there are other foundations out there. And I'm, I'm thinking that the, the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the, the organizations that are called foundations are going to have to be reorganized. So it isn't just the ones, the big ones that we were looking at. It's little ones as well. And so that so that the makeup of foundations, the way they get money, the way they get grants, the way they are funded is, is going to be reorganized to the point where many are going to have to um, kind of go away and come back reorganized at some point in time because it feels to me as though um, as as things are restructured, rules and and guidelines are going to be changed and shifted so that there are a lot of foundations out there that have been taking money and not using it appropriately. And there hasn't been any oversight or overview of of these organizations. And the government has been leaking money into them. And and as we look at the the January, February, even into March timeframe, um, they're going to find and discover a lot of money that has been just thrown away literally flushed down the toilet um they're going to start retrieving this money they're going to stop stop the stop the bleeding stop the hemorrhaging and it's going to be frustrating for people who are genuinely doing good work but it feels to me as those though those people are going to be able to reorganize and reapply and get their status reestablished so that, so that they can work within the confines of what the government is allowing. Um, But, but there's so much um, misuse of funds out there. There's so much going on that, that, there, it, it, I keep he- I keep hearing the word oversight. So it does feel as though there has to be a greater oversight into what's going on and how things are being handled. So that so that there's going to be a restructuring, a reapplying, and a greater and and I know people are going to cringe with this, but a greater policing of what is happening because I, I do believe in the past a lot of things have just you know, gone by the wayside, have been ignored, have not been paid attention to, have not been policed. And as a result, the money is continuously going into a place in many cases that, that, uh, you know, there's no longer an organization there, but the money is being dribbled out there. It's very much like, you know, people who... Um, pass away and, and the um, Social Security Administration isn't, isn't notified and their relatives keep getting the checks for a year or two afterwards, after the death. Um, it, it's, it's a matter of paying attention and policing what is being done and making sure, that, and, and it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to, to know that, that, that our money that, that we have paid in um for, for the running of the government um, is used appropriately and and uh, y- you know we, we pay taxes and it's 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 important to just not just pay the taxes and ignore the fact that is this money being used wisely? And I do feel that we're going to see a lot of the organizations that have been drawing money from the government hand over fist are going to be closed down and shut down and, have to um, have to justify what they've been doing how they've been doing it and how the money has been spent and there's there's nothing wrong with that this is a good thing and and I feel that that, January through March is when this stuff is going to begin, and it's, it's going to be a shock to many people. I, I know there are lots of people that are, that are trying to reorganize, that are trying to justify, that are trying to – this is going to be a, a wonderful time for accountants because they're going to be, you know, so busy with trying to make up things and reports that haven't been done and haven't been made. Um, it's, it's going to be a cool time for them for sure. But it does feel as though, um, as we hit, especially the February timeframe, there, there. While well, this reorganization is going on, and and it's it's it started already. I do believe it started even before the election. I feel that the that, that there has been a lot of stuff that has been going on that has been sort of not uh, not under the radar, but but has been worked on you know if if we if we make it to getting elected, what are we going to do i I don't feel that that there is a laxadaisical feeling here in in putting a cabinet together and everything else and and again i I can't tell you whether he's going to be the best president or the worst president we've ever had. Time is going to tell that, but it does feel as though there is a lot of shaking up here. And I almost feel as though in in the government itself, it's going to be like there's an earthquake and and things are going to be moved around, shifted around, and things are going to be um, changed and altered. And I I would hope that that wise decisions are made. (laughs) I don't know. I wish I did. I wish I had a good crystal ball. I, I've looked at a lot of people's predictions as to what they saw coming, and and, and it goes from the sublime to the ridiculous. Um, Lynn Buss said that he felt that we were going to have first contact this year. Um, that, to me, is going to be remarkable. Um, I didn't ask him what form he felt first contact was going to take, and I wish I had when when we did the radio show. My feeling is that first contact is going to be telepathic. It's not going to be done on the telephone or the radio or television or anything like that. It's going to be a telepathic awakening long time ago, probably in the eighties. There was a guy going around who was saying that, um, the second coming had happened and he was the representative and that, um, there were going to be. T- there was going to be telepathic communication at a certain point in time. Um, I wish I could remember his name. It's kind of on the tip of my tongue here. Um, anyhow, I I was I, I wasn't able to listen to him speak, but but his his thing was that there would be a telepathic communication that everyone in the world would 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 hear, and I I'm not sure that. That's exactly what I feel coming. Obviously, it didn't happen, or I was out at the time, and my answering machine didn't pick it up. But um, I do feel that first contact is going to be telepathic. And not everybody is going to be ready for that kind of a connection. Um, I, You know, there are lots of us that, that believe that, that there there are entities out there absolutely um and and i i think my own personal belief system is that that there is always has been that element of the possibility of a communication with other consciousnesses other species out there i do feel that that we have all the, the wiring so to speak and and it's a matter of is it turned on? Um there are a lot of very close-minded people and and I would say that that that, that switch is definitely not on with them. I don't know how you turn it on. I think I, I truly believe it's a matter of um connecting to your own higher consciousness, understanding that there is a spirit that dwells within you and that there is a way to communicate with that spirit, um, and acceptance of the fact that we are um we, we are in spirit form and, and merely in an avatar for this lifetime and that the spirit is going to travel through time and space to other dimensions and to other places as it, as it evolves through time. <clears throat> and time is relative, I guess, too, because, you know, once you're in that form, you're eternal. So time doesn't exist, but, I, I do feel that, that, that a lot of us have been contacted. We just don't understand what the message is. There, there is a sense of, um, I mean, if you went back a couple hundred years, the, 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 the even thought of the fact that, that our spirit will go on, yet our soul and our body will remain here and go to dust, and these lifetimes will be only a memory in the spirit, in the spirit at some point in time um that that we all thought at some well a couple hundred years ago that we were the top of the chain and and it is a shock <laughs> and a disillusionment to discover that we are not only not at the top of the chain we're probably one of the few bottom links, and we have a ways to go before we get to that place where we're cosmically attuned um There are a lot of people today that do feel that that they um, communicate with extraterrestrials and, and I can't debate that you know I'm, I guess I have to be from I forget where it is Missouri or wherever you know you show me um, but there are people that, that do say they, they um, well Billy Meyer for one sees them and communicates with them um, and his material is, is hard to um, dismiss it's so accurate so, uh, But until I experience it myself, I'm going to play I Doubt It. Um, I'm not inviting somebody to land in my backyard next week, but, but at the same time, I guess if I was ready for it, I would be, but I'm not sure I'm ready for it. I, I do feel that, that there is a sense of self and, and of understanding our identity and understanding our personality and understanding our our place in the universe as best we can of understanding that we are all one family and and there there should be no war there should be no separation that that deep down inside we all come from the same source so that so that there is a sense of of learning how to blend together more than keeping each other isolated and apart from each other it's an important lesson to learn and and it's a hard one today, with all the terrorist stuff going on, with all of the um, the struggling that's going on. It, it's very hard to to suddenly turn and look and and, and become a universal spiritual person. Um, it's you know you, you you kind of that that human quality that 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 our lives today have taken on has that element of fear and distrust and retribution connected to it and to rise above that and to just be spiritual. If, if everybody, you know, were, were just full of unconditional love, it would be a great place, but all you need is one wacko out there with an AK 47 and unconditional love just has to be put aside for a while because it's the, the horror that goes on is, is just amazing so, you know we're kind of um trying to stretch ourselves, trying to move into new levels of awareness and um it's it's really it's hard and uh oh, I see Deb is actually busy deb are you are you trying to switch something over here
0: uh, <laughs> I'm trying to answer some questions of why. They're calling but we're not able to answer them and trying to get the issue worked out. Oh, okay. I just I just suddenly saw that
1: there was messaging going on and I I hate being left out. <laughs> <laughs> I was confident you weren't sitting back with a cup of tea and saying, Oh, just let Barbara run her mouth. No. Um, <laughs> okay doke, I will go back to talking then. Okay. Um, so, that, so that there is this concept of I know we're, we're moving in a direction I know we're evolving in a direction I know we're moving into um, a time when the potential for our expansion is phenomenal but, but when you stop and, and, and realize that, that human beings at this point in time um, are really pretty primitive um, it, it's you you, you you dream of being able to be cosmically oriented and yet you are anchored into an Earth plane that, that is very physically oriented. And, you know, when you look at the Star Trek movies, uh, shows, and, and you you know they have a prime directive, which is to not interfere with a, a society that is less than them, um, it, it means that we're not ready to be you know um collected or or invited into any any kind of an organization because we are still locked on this planet because of our own evolution and and it's a matter of are we you know do, can we grow can we stretch can we expand and the answer is yes we can but but at this moment in time there is so much strife in this world there is so much there's hunger and there's anger and there's there's terror and and there's sloth and there's there's greed and we have to work through all of that and we don't do it by telling somebody you need to work on yourself we do it by working on ourselves and i think that's that's the thing that is that is most um that, that is the greatest struggle for all of us, because I can, I can tell somebody well you need to work on yourself if you want to have a relationship or whatever. And, and the question back is, are you working on yourself? And I, and I truly, um, I believe I am. And, and so it's a matter of everybody has to be their, their own checker. Everybody has to be, um, everybody has to be the one that takes care of themselves and doesn't worry about other people and and i think that's that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks so many of us come up against it's it's you know i can tell i can tell what's wrong with my family members i can tell them what they need to focus on and what they need to do but the reality is um if i can see their their Shortcomings. It means that I must have, I must have them too, or some of them, and it's it sends you back to yourself and to looking at you know your stuff and your issues and and your challenges and taking care of just those those that you carry, and you don't worry about other people. You don't worry about this is what you need to do with your life, and and you know as a as a, a spiritual person who counsels people. I find that the the people that are drawn to me for counseling, also I need to hear what they need to hear. So it's a way of doing self work on myself when I'm helping somebody else understand an aspect or quality that they need to work on. Um, And certainly around the holiday times, all of us, you know, this is a time of, of stress. It's a time of joy. It's a time of celebration. It's, it's, it's a time for a lot of different things and, And yet um, it's also a time in which many people um, go through depressions and many people, you know, are unhappy. And, and it's, it's, it's kind of, you you need to focus on that too. You need to, uh, you know, sort of embrace everything and then deal with it. Uh, A lot of us have, have lost people that we loved. And, and this is a time when you, you kind of wonder what would it have been like had they stayed around? It's, it's a genuine feeling and and it's something that you know you embrace and then you move on from and there's so much going on in the world today that you hardly know where to start and and you kind of look around and it's it's like you know how many fingers can you can you shove in the di- in the dike before you're overwhelmed with a flood of emotional something you prioritize. You 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 make a list, and and I you will hear me tell people all the time to make a list because if you make a list, then the the universe knows exactly what you intend to do and the direction that you would like to go, and the universe is able to help you and to um, to sort of open doors for you to flow through. If you don't make the list, if you just think about everything, if you keep it all in your head, then the universe doesn't doesn't have the faintest idea what your intentions are. So the element of intent is really really important. And we help one of the ways that we express our intent is is by writing things down, by keeping lists, by by um, sort of itemizing those things that we want to work on. Um, and so it's not like New Year's resolutions. It's like these are the things. These are the things I'm going to work on. I'm not saying I'm going to complete them. I'm not saying that I'm going to be perfect by the end of the year. I, but I am saying that I'm going to work. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to open myself up to uh, understanding new ways, new beginnings, fresh starts, all of that, and and be open to the to the new ideas that are coming in because. This next decade is going to be spectacular. It the the, the potential, the the um, the potential here is for massive shifts in consciousness. The potential here is is for a greater understanding of humanity and and, and working together and not not letting the pettiness that, that we have as a culture um expressed over over the last 100 200 300 500 years um understanding that if we work together that that we can create something that is far bigger than us as individuals or even the sum total of our individuality um it's not like the hive concept where you know we have a group memory and that's it it's a matter of of not being jealous and not not searching for power and not trying to cheat and not trying to to um, manipulate other people it's it's a sense of being genuinely concerned about our our individuality and then sharing with those around us that don't have as much as we do um, and not looking for credit and not looking for. Um, a pat on the back or, or you know, uh, a gold star on the forehead, so to speak. Just just taking the joy out of doing something nice for somebody else. And that's, a, that's another really important lesson that I think people are beginning to understand. I would love to see more people practicing this, this random acts of kindness that don't involve you paying money to anybody, but it's giving somebody your time. It's um, spending time listening to someone. It's, it's opening yourself up to being present and there for someone who really needs to not vent, but to just share their experience and, and give them comfort by listening and paying attention and not looking at your watches and not looking at your cell phones and not texting your friends or playing games, um, much as I love my, my cell phone um it's it it isolates you and it takes you out of um, a give and take of conversation i have I know of people who will not answer their telephone but but will answer a text immediately. And again, it isolates you while they while they have wonderful, wonderful tools. That, that you can use that, that do enhance your ability to communicate they also isolate you and the the the, the 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 sheer act of conversation is no longer out there uh, the ability to uh, my, my god what it's done for the for language is horrifying uh, what it's done for you know just, just spelling now I'm a rotten speller but, but the shorthand that, that you use when you're texting does transfer over into what, whatever you write. and the element of writing is no longer an art form so that so that you know and yeah, maybe I am an antique, but but there are art forms like writing letters like writing material down. Um, I mean when we realize that that uh, not only can we get, books on on our kindles or nooks or cell phones or our tablets but but you know we no longer need the books so so books themselves have gone out of style and not only can you get the book on your tablet your cell phone your whatever but somebody will read it to you so you don't even have to know how to read anymore now um it's doing away with some pretty fundamental things and and i have a a friend who is now 84 years old and she is she's firmly convinced she's an astrologer she's firmly convinced that at some point in time we're going to lose all of our electricity that means that that not only do cell phones go down but electricity goes down um cooking eating storing food all of those things are, she's firmly convinced that there's going to be a period of time in the years to come. She didn't tell me exactly when. But if that's the case, then those people who have been lax, that, that have not bothered to learn to read or learn to utilize a library or write a letter or a note, um, they're going to be at a great disadvantage. And, and I am horrified as a school teacher to think that they no longer even teach cursive in school. So, so anyhow, back to, I, I have straight off path just slightly here. Um, February is going to be a time in which we're within ourselves and, and as a collective um, things are are being set in motion. Things are being put in place so that um, there, there are going to be, um, there is going to be a more organized approach to life in the next decade than ever before. There's a sense of cause and effect if I do this then this happens is that what I want to happen and and it's going to be it's going to be in our immediate personal lives it's also going to be more of a a um, it, it's going to be a, in in the larger form um, with foundations, with government, that they're not looking at immediate um, effects, but they're looking at long-term effects. They're they're looking at down the road. It's very much like the Indians. um, uh, And I'm not sure which tribe it was, but it may have been all Indians for all I know, but... They do the seven generation thing. You want to do something different? How is it going to affect seven generations from now? And and if it has not got, if it does not have a, a bad effect on seven generations from now, then you do it. And and I, I think that that's a, a wise way of looking at things, and and not jumping onto something that's new and hasn't been tested and trying to implement it. But but looking down the road and seeing okay so so what is this the evolution of this particular act or bill or whatever what's going to happen down the road how is it going to continue to serve humanity it's it it can't be a stopgap it has to be something that will serve humanity the founding fathers did fairly well um, I mean 300 years and and what they wrote has served us quite well now. There have been minor changes here and there, but as a whole, it has worked for us. And and so it's a matter of why not step back and take a look at just how things should be done instead of doing them quickly and, and irresponsibly. Um, and and throwing money at something to think it can fix it. Money can't fix it. You can throw a lot of money at a lot of things and it doesn't do anything. And... and there are a lot of things that inventions, that inventions, and, and um, th- there have been discoveries out there that have been ignored because um, corporations have not wanted to admit that they existed. And I do feel that that we're going to find over the next year or so that that there have been cures for some major ailments. That have been kept under wraps because big Pharma has wanted to restrict them or or impair their their being um utilized because it will in many ways take away some of their profits. Look for that one especially. I'm not sure it's this year, but I do know that that um that that it's going to come out that that there are major illnesses that, that definitely have been, and the cures are easy. They're not huge cures. They're not, you know, something that's terribly complicated. They're very simple. And um, there will be much outrage when, when it's found out just how how long these cures have been kept under wraps so that so that large, expensive cures that don't cure have been utilized on the public. Uh, for For decades that were unnecessary that's that's interesting that's um, It feels as though there's definitely a, a a an aspect of the new that's coming in that is going to stumble across this. And when, when the news comes out, it's going to be overwhelming. And again, the element of foundations, big organizations being disbanded. I think I did say something about large corporations being broken up into smaller ones um, just for this very reason. So watch for that one. That, that may well happen this year because it, I, I really feel strongly about that one. It's going to be interesting. As we get into the March timeframe, there's a sense here of new beginnings and fresh starts. Here's where I see um, a lot of the reorganization that has that, been struggled with up to this point in time is started to be implemented. And, and it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. interesting. This is Nightlight, everybody. If you like what you're hearing, click over to the support page and make a donation to help us keep this amazing station up and running. Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com is totally listener supported. From the owner to the host to the producers that we can't live without to the staff. All are working here because we love the work and are dedicated to putting out quality material for all of you be it large or small, every donation is greatly appreciated and helps us all keep on supplying information and material to educate and enlighten you that isn't found elsewhere. So send a couple dollars our way. We greatly would appreciate it. It would help us put out the quality programming that, that all of us are are so dedicated to doing. We all do our best. And that's one of the coolest things about this station. It is a group of people that are just um, dedicated to putting good stuff out there whether it's whether it's holistic or homeopathic political spiritual or just downright crazy um, we all have we have great intent anyhow <laughs> and we're going we are experiencing something tonight that I would call paying our dues um, i have I've done a lot of radio uh, over the last eight or ten years and I have found that every now and then the universe says, okay, things have gone so well for you for quite a while. So we're going to test you and just see how compassionate you are <laughs> or understanding. Uh, clearly, our phone lines are having trouble getting through to us. And I suspect that it is a very simple problem to fix. Um, just don't know how to do it. So, um Deb is diligently working and talking to people. I know people are trying to call in. We see the calls coming in, and I do appreciate everybody that has called in so far. Uh, you know, when things like this happen, you can either, you know, wring your hands and say, woe is me, or you can um, step back and say there's a lesson here to be learned. And, you know, just maybe I'm meant to talk about other stuff tonight, and so the universe is... is doing what it's doing um obviously i'm still talking excuse me and you people are out there so so there is definitely something positive in that Uh, we we had hoped that we'd be able to take calls we're still working on it and we will continue to work on it and uh until we either get it fixed tonight or um we will get on everybody's uh list tomorrow and we'll we'll do some more working on it uh, this system does work and it works well i was on a round table the other night and there were 22 people in the round table they called in on skype they called in on phones they you know they um they even had um extraterrestrials helping them out so uh i know it works it's just a matter of getting it down and and doing it right and uh they have to make adjustments on their end, the, the switchboards and the higher uppers. And uh, it hasn't quite all been done uh, appropriately yet, but we'll keep trying and we'll keep working on it. And we will keep asking questions until we get it right. I will not let this defeat me and neither will Deb. Um, and, and I know that, that uh, she takes it personally. <laughs> you can't this is just the way it's meant to be but i would appreciate it if you would continue to try to call in cuz sooner or later we'll get this fixed and i'll be able to do some readings um i i also um want to want to mention that and and you know maybe it, it is important that i just talk about this next year maybe that's the important thing but but we would really like to try to figure out what's not switched right so if you continue to try to call in, I greatly appreciate it. I know a lot of you have tried to call in, um, and I am so very sorry you haven't gotten through. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to catch the numbers because if we had, I would, I would actually call you and give you a short reading for free. So for those of you that want to try to call in, the, whose numbers we can catch, Deb, um, when people do try to call in. If you can catch their numbers, because we can catch your numbers, I will try to call you all and give you a short free reading over the next week. So help us to figure this out by by calling in. Uh, We've put the numbers out there forever and ever. It's 310-421-4053. And the other number, you'd think I would write these things down or have them committed to memory, but I don't. Um, the other number was Deb's Skype number,
0: and I don't know where I wrote <laughs> Go ahead, say it. <laughs> 918-707-8787. Okay, if we catch your number when it comes in, expect a call from me. I will, I
1: will definitely call anyone whose number we can catch and give you a short reading over the next week. So, um... Help us do this so that so that we can um, at least um, – it's a good time to get a reading. It's the beginning of the year. It's a good time to sort of get an idea as to what's coming your way. So um, if, if we can catch the number – and Deb and I both have a pen in our hands, so we will try. And um, we'll let you know if we catch your number because I'll say something. Um, so – oh, wait. It just occurred to me. Um, we have a, a lot of numbers that have tried to call in. Six five zero tried five one five tried. Deb, write the numbers down of the people that weren't able to get in. That that, that you were that you that the numbers are here. And I will call them. them. Okay. And um, I will call them. And uh, anybody else who gives it a shot and can't get through, I will I will give you a call if 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 you're. If you show up on the on the board here, we will give you a call. So that said, just just so that I I, I do appreciate you guys trying so hard, and uh, we'll get this we'll get this right, and we'll we'll grow from here because yeah uh, you you know starting at the bottom is always a good thing. So um, I was talking about how there was going to be reorganization and stuff like that, and as you get into the um, April timeframe. Here's where here's where it's it's really interesting. April and May um, have have always been a focus for me when I've been looking at the future, at, at the next year. April and May have always stood out. It feels as though the, that time frame, April May, and and I'm not an astrologer, but I understand that there's some sort of configuration in that time frame that would give me an astrological. Um, validation, so to speak, on on what was going on. It's going to be a time when the pieces of a puzzle are put together. It's going to be a time where we cross a threshold into an understanding where we are forced to um, perceive something. um, And and I I really want to underline the fact that, that humanity as a whole is forced to face a reality that that, that that has been there all along, but that we just weren't recognizing. There's a sense here that 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 this is a time, the April and the May time frame, where where we begin to understand, um, we begin to understand some of the things that have been going on under the under the radar, under the surface that that we had not seen before but they come to light so that so that we begin to understand how we have with our with our apathy we have encouraged the growth of of a cancer within our system and and it's in taking care of that cancer and doing away with that cancer and cutting it away Mm -hmm. that that may cause some upheaval within all of us now i do feel that that this this is going to be a time frame where, and I've said this before, there's going to be restrictions that are put on us that, that, that we sort of understand are temporary, but we we are very uncomfortable with them. Um, it's not going to be severe, but and it's not going to be a long time, but for April and May, probably into June, there will be restrictions on us that have never been on us before, which is going to be kind of interesting um i'm feeling that this is a time frame where um i'm seeing um i'm seeing laws um being um laws being adhered to where they had not been before i'm seeing i'm seeing laws that are on the books actually being enforced where they have not been before i'm seeing i'm seeing a majority of the population beginning to understand just how far things have gone awry and understanding that it's going to take time and energy and intent on all of us to to bring things back to level the playing field so to speak I, I keep feeling that this, this might have might, understand the might that this might have something to do with immigration with um, bringing or not bringing people into the country with travel um, with travel outside of the country that is a time frame where March, April no April, May into June, it may not be a good time to travel outside of the country. Now, not that I feel that there are going to be attacks on on U.S. citizens. It's not that at all. What I'm feeling here is that you might be outside the country and some sort of restriction put on put out there or enforced that would would restrict you from getting back into the country when you want to get back in so it's not that i feel that there are going and i'm not feeling any major terrorist attacks here in this country now major to me would be twin towers um that was a major attack uh i i am feeling that there are going to be terrorist attacks in the country but they feel they're more lone wolf type type attacks rather than something that is major and and inter intercontinental that is you know planned in some foreign country i'm seeing lone wolf um i'm seeing guerrilla warfare going on here and um those things are going to continue but but in in an effort to prevent something really big happening, it feels to me as though there are going to be heavy duty restrictions put on travel in the, in the April, May timeframe into June. Uh, and, and it, May especially looks interesting because it feels as though May is a frame here where people are not rebelling against following the law. People are rebelling only when, they are uninformed, and it feels to me as though the, um, the outrage that I feel going on in the country are, are basically in uneducated and uninformed groups of people. Now, I'm not in any way aiming at a group because, because I'm finding that when I say uneducated, I mean people who haven't um, become well-informed themselves as to what is going on that i'm not talking about lower socioeconomic people here at all um, there are a lot of um, highly educated people that have closed their minds and and not not they don't pay attention to educating themselves as to situations and things like that that are going on so that you're going to find that 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 there is going to be outrage there is going to be it's it's really kind of I'm I'm trying really hard to not read into this myself. Um, I'm finding that that these people that are most outraged are those that feel the law does not apply to them or that they are above um, the law or the restrictions put on others. And what I think is is really funny is it, it is going to inconvenience mostly those people who feel the law doesn't apply to them. So it's going to be those privileged people that, that are more restricted than anybody else. Most of us probably won't even find the restriction, a bad deal, or we won't even find that it restricts us because to be perfectly honest with you, it probably won't impact us at all. I haven't traveled outside of the country since the seventies and, uh, don't feel the need. Besides, I don't think there's any place that I would go that I would feel as safe as I feel right here in my own home. So, but that's just me. So, as we get into the May timeframe, here's where here's where I, I get the feeling for a lot of. Um, this is where crossing dimensions, moving into other dimensions, having greater knowledge of other dimensions and other other um here's where the element of space travel kind of goes out the door and interdimensional travel walks in now it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to be something that that happens you know at this it's not going to be radical but it's going to be it's going to be a time where the reality that in order to reach other species other consciousnesses that are out there the travel can't be in in a spaceship it just doesn't work that way it doesn't it, it isn't it doesn't make sense but interdimensional travel um shifts that, that that in the blink of an eye take you into another stargates as far as that goes but or something similar to the stargate where where there's not um spaceships are just antiquated they 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 um what we see in the sky the the flying objects they're just drones of some sort those aren't spaceships so that so that so that um our our understanding as to travel through time and through space um doesn't doesn't require a ship it requires a dimensional shift H H S H I F T instead of a ship S H I P. So so that here's where here's where here's where it all begins. Here's where we start to understand that that in order for us to travel other galaxies to to go through wormholes. I mean, um, Star Trek was wonderful, but it's antiquated now too. So that so that it's a dimensional shift we're looking at, and I think I strongly feel that. Crop circles um, are formed by an interdimensional shift of energy that a lot of, of, of what we are going to be seeing as we move forward in time is shifting of, of bodies and consciousnesses. I, I think the, um, the beam me up Scotty type stuff is probably um, very appropriate, but Stargate even more so. Where where you walk from one dimension to another, or you're shifted from one dimension to another um, energetically, so that there's there's no need to you know for the spacesuits for um, for for you know provisions that that you know will sustain you for years outside in in space. Um, this is this is of course what i'm seeing it doesn't mean that i'm totally accurate it means that that but i think i am it may not be appropriate yet for us to get to that place it just doesn't make sense to um buy buy a ticket to mars and expect we're going to be able to survive there when when you can go interdimensional and and um, in the blink of an eye, and you don't have to set up a, a living situation that, that could, you know, that you have to take your environment with you. Uh, but just watch that, because I have a feeling that you're going to see that. That um, I have always believed that movies, science fiction especially, prepares us for what is coming down the line so that when, when things are developed, we're familiar with them in, in our science fiction and stuff like that. And certainly that can be, I mean, two of the things that are, that are, that that I pull from Star Trek that are absolutely, um, that, that, that go into that flavor is, you know, their, their tricorders and such are, are the cell phones that we carry around constantly these days, that, and the doors that open for you, you know, as soon as you, you know, approach them and then close after you go through. Um, When I first saw that, it was like, how cool is that? And now all of us do that when we go into the mall and none of us think about how amazing that actually is that it's, you know, the door sensed us coming and opened for us. So, that's, 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 this is the beginning of something new, a new direction and a new, you know, come on, when they, when they developed automobiles and they were out on the roads, everybody thought them, you know, just too modern and too, too, um, too new an invention that scared the horses. Um, they have the Uber cars that that uh, didn't even have drivers on them. Although I see they're they're taking those off the road too, but, but we're we're getting to a point in time where our technology is is quite amazing and is going to stretch us into new fields that we hadn't even anticipated. And I do believe that that space travel is going to kind of, you know, there's not. I don't think it's going to be NASA. I think it's it's an interdimensional shift. And I would bet you money. Um, there's no way to prove it, of course, but I would bet you money that this kind of uh, a technology is already in the works and already um, being being worked on by scientists that will hear about it sometime in the future, but it's already there and it's most probably already a reality. Uh, I, I would think that initially they, they will find that that they're you know, shifting in dimensionally. Um, they were doing this kind of material back in the, gosh... 50s and 60s 40s 50s and 60s they were doing it then our our scientists were look at the philadelphia experiment i mean we we actually have the technology to do a lot of this um in time present but but then you know watching future and then possibly back in time not so sure but i know the the germans were working on it on dimensional shifting and and that was back during the war in the 40s uh, late 30s, early 40s. So if you haven't heard a lot about that technology, if it's kind of fallen through the cracks and nobody's talking about it, I can almost guarantee you that it is being worked on t- at this moment in time and most probably is is being implemented and utilized probably for war purposes. But, but, but I, I would bet you money that it's already there, that we're already using it. And they're letting us you know, play with spaceships and, and, you know, that kind of stuff just to keep us occupied so that we don't pay any attention to what's really going on. That's as far into conspiracy as I'm going to go tonight. So I'll get off that soapbox. Um, As we get into the June timeframe, here's where some very interesting thing um, happens. It does feel as though there is a sense here of, um, of you know what we've sent out is returning to us greatly magnified. I do feel here that that as a country, as a nation, that that our place within um, within the other countries within the nations out there, our place is definitely changing and shifting. That there is a greater appreciation and a respect for the United States. It feels to me here as though. Um, I see a table with no with with chairs around it, and no one's sitting in it. So I'm not really sure if what I'm seeing are is is an organization or more that we have removed ourselves from, or if everybody's just out to lunch. I really don't know what that means, but it's it's what I get here. It feels as though um, efforts have been been efforts have been made that that changes our percent our our position in the forum of in the world's forums and that there is definitely greater respect for this country um there's a lot of power here that's that none of us have seen or are aware of Um, it feels as though there's a there's a lot that has been going on and that there is great strength within this country within the 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 voice well here it is within the voice of this country so sub, something um, hiccups. Sorry, something is going on in the June timeframe that 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 the voice of America takes leadership in situations. We're talking June. The voice of America takes leaderships in situations that are going on beyond our shores, and it feels here as though. Um, there's a shift of power, appreciation, and almost awe that 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 the the government gets that will change the way people deal with us. So, um, gosh, and I'm flashing back here. No drugs, but I'm flashing back. Um, The feeling I get here is very much the feeling I got when the Cuban Missile Crisis occurred. I won't tell you where I was when it happened because that dates me terribly, but I do remember that time frame and how frightened we were that there was a standoff of some sort going on. I feel that there is a standoff of some sort here in the June time frame, And, and it's not like playing chicken. It's a standoff with power. It's a standoff with it's, – it's not an empty voice standoff. It's a standoff with power behind it, and we win the day. And it's only the first of many tests that this, this administration is going to have. That's for sure. Um, it, it does feel as though it, it changes the opinions of many – so it weaves this country together with greater strength than ever before. It um, it changes the minds of a lot of those that have decided that that, um, that that fighting an administration is a way to make their their positions known, and and this is going to change the opinions of, of many, so that. So that the government is stronger because they are working together as a singular unit as opposed to conflicting voices, which is really cool. Um, As we get into the summertime, summertime looks interesting. Summertime looks as though it's – and again – Lots of things opening up, lots of things being enacted and, and enforced. And, and I, I said that the wrong way. It had it sh- I should have said enforced and enacted because I feel that that the, the, the greater greater part of what's going on is the enforcing of what already is in place as a part of as opposed to enacting. New, new laws or new bills or new anything. It does feel as though what's happening is that that there is a, a sense here of paying attention to what's already on the books, basically. But summertime is a time in which there there is a lot of shifting <clears throat> and changing around as well. Excuse me. It feels as though it's a time where. Um, we have Phoenix Rising here, and we have Magic and Miracles. So um, it, it feels as as though a lot of new material is coming out. This is not – I'm not talking like a WikiLeaks or anything like that. But material is coming out, is being released. That has been – oh, um, I feel strongly that, that we're going to find a lot of um, – a lot of the UFO stuff released that has been held under wraps it, it feels as though you know this country is is one of the few that still um, denies that, that that things you know they, they're still going by that report that, that happened in the 60s or early '70s. yeah 60s or early 70s no more 60s I again I date myself that says that the, the u.s population can't can't um, deal with with sightings and stuff like that so they're going to declassify a lot of they're declassifying a lot of material here in the summertime now usually everybody's on vacation in the summertime and yet i feel the summertime is going to be a period where a lot of um, information that, that was classified at one time is being released and um, Freedom of Information Act, you know, is is letting stuff out to to the general public, so that we have a greater idea as to what's actually been going on behind closed doors, so to speak, in the government. Uh, it does it does feel as though it, it's not answering all of our questions. Certainly, there's going to be uh, a great deal of material out there that that. Um, you know, there's something about um, if you can't get them with brilliance, you you can't dazzle them with brilliance, you confound them with paperwork. And it feels as though there's a lot of information released here that has been classified that has become, and it's quietly, it quietly becomes declassified with the hopes that nobody pays any attention. But there are people out there that, that are not only paying attention, but have been waiting for this, and it's going to—it's going to give us lots and lots of wonderful material for shows. That's for darn sure. Uh, <clears throat> Bosnian pyramids keep coming up here. I don't know why. Uh, I know the Bosnian period—Bosnian pyramids are bigger than any of the other um, pyramids around. They're still trying to dig into them to discover what's inside of them. Bosnian pyramids I I have no idea. Um, I just, I was looking at July and August and I see the Bosnian pyramids. So I guess we'll have to write that down and kind of pay attention to that during that time frame. Um, There's a sense here That on top of material, um, paperwork, files, things like that being released, that there is a sense of creating new organizations. I see new organizations being put together here in the summertime. Now, they they may not all come to light during the summertime, but before the end of the year, they'll be very much there. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't I don't have. Um, I'm. am a little. Uh, what should I say? I'm not as informed as I would like to be about um, the president's cabinet. I don't know if the if the offices um, are are fixed or if if someone can expand them. I I will say that that I see the addition of. Um, representatives advisors i i want to say they're they're may cabinet members but i don't know if if you can just invent another chair and the table or what but i see two new ones i see one one that has to do with um technology that there'll be some that there will be a person and and i'm not talking like the kaisers that that um That Obama appointed. This feels as though it's an office that is created and will be ongoing even after this presidency. Um, But there will be um, one that has to do with technology, with making sure that our technology cannot be hacked into it. Technology, as far as, you know, um, combining Departments and and databases and things like that. That the, there will be someone who not only is high tech in their understanding of things, but but has experience and and is going to to sort of bring us up to to um, up to code, so to speak. Um, because because our our experience in this country with technology is is vastly vastly. Um, primitive, and and it, it feels as though there will be a, a position that is created for that. There also is going to be a, a position created for someone looking into the, um, I, I don't want to say just the UFO stuff, because I, I feel it's, it's far greater than that. I don't feel that there's going to be somebody who's going to be sitting behind a desk that that is talking to extraterrestrials. That's not what I think or feel. But I do feel that there is a, an office that deals with um, our reach into the cosmos and connection with other intelligences that are out there. It's not little green men and it's not... It's not. I want to be very specific here. I'm not talking greys, reptilians, ant people, whatever. I'm not talking any of that stuff. I'm talking about consciousness. So it's it's not going to be a a woo woo type of thing. It's not going to be an X Files type of thing. It's going to be um, a group of people studying um, certainly the UFOs and the sightings and all of that. That's going to be part of it. But, but the the main thrust is going to be the consciousness thing the expanding and stretching the creating a bridge to be able to reach into other consciousnesses that are out there that, that can quite possibly help us in in some of the stretching that we need to do um, it's it's not a religious organization it, it's an organization that deals with um how far the consciousness can go it this may also involve um it's nothing like mk ultra it's not mind control at all it's mind expansion it's how do we stretch into levels of consciousness that are out there that we actually have access for that we the, we aren't utilizing now may also have something to do with um working on the dna and stretching stretching us into activating a lot of the DNA that are inside of our bodies already. So, so that um, it's, it's going to be, an, I, I don't know what they're going to call it, uh, but that's, that's, that's kind of where I see the study going. And, and, and you know, a, a group of highly educated and, and focused people looks very interesting. Now, September through December of next year has come up every time I have done this work. And looking into what's coming down the down the pike, so to speak, for us, um, I strongly feel that that September through December is going to be a, it's going to be a challenging time for us, uh, especially those of us that live in or near or around the sanctuary cities, because it does feel to me as though there is the element of upheaval in all of them. Um. I you know my feeling would be there there's upheaval in all of the sanctuary cities, some a lot more than others. The ones that I saw really flaring were um chicago um l a and San Francisco. but there were other minor flares too. It does feel as though um there's there's going to be some action of some sort that is going to trigger this kind of upheaval in these different cities in that time frame, especially. And the only you know if I if I try to think, which is not a good thing to do when you're doing something like this, but my my inclination would be to say that that federal funding has been withheld and that that, that there is um, unrest because of it and. You know, ultimately, um, sanctuary cities are going to have to to pay attention to the law, and and if they don't, um, there will be things like this upheaval. Um, the The hottest spot I see is Chicago. That's the one that 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 seems to have the greatest difficulty here, and um, at least at this particular point in time. And you have to understand that. Lots of things can happen between now and then, um, and, and it can definitely take everything in a new direction, but it does feel to me that Chicago is the place to watch for this kind of thing, and it's probably going to happen sooner in Chicago than any place else. Um, there are a number of other things that I see coming that, that, you know, aren't so politically oriented, and, um, I want to kind of go into some of those as well. It does feel as though um, South America holds a key to a lot of things. And I'm finding the, the feeling I keep getting pulled down to South America because it feels to me as though um, there's a great deal of, of unchartered territory there, so to speak. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a place where there is such great richness and mystery and elements that, that, that have yet to be uncovered and discovered that is so fascinating that, um, if, if we, if we just ignore all the rest of it, there are cities and there are temples down there that have yet to be uncovered. I am strongly feeling, and I said it last year, and I'm going to say it again this year, I do feel that, that, um, I am not I'm not sure we're going to find the, the you know el dorado and stuff like that but but I am feeling that there are mysteries there that hold the answers to some of the problems that we're that, that we work on today I do feel that I, I don't want to see rainforests you know destroyed or anything like that but it does feel as though there there is great mystery there and there is great Healing energy there. I feel that that we're going to find some healing, healing. Oh, plants or or uh, combinations of plants and and other stuff um, that 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 are going to help with with some of the major diseases that are out there. And and it really looks as though there that the, this next decade we're looking at is going to have a lot of cures. It's going to have a lot of medical um medical magic happening and it's not because scientists are are chemically trying to reproduce something that they can just get naturally from from the earth it's it's uh, a going back to nature and how nature can actually heal and what what i'm feeling strongly here is that i know they try to um mass-produced stuff using, you know, substitutes and generics and stuff like that. But what I'm seeing here is that people are beginning to realize that if you take it down to the simplistic forms of healing herbs, you know, the, the I don't know, the tree sap and, and the leaves and things like that, and if you stick to the natural cures, the natural cures are going to be far more effective uh, for people, with people then, then those things that science has, has copied, but can't see what it is, is science can't put the magic of the element of the living leaf or plant or herb or whatever it is. They can't replicate the living magic that is in the natural. So that, so that what happens is there are natural cures out there that have been ignored, and they're ignored because big pharma can't copy them. They can, they can chemically replicate them, but the magic of life is not in them. That was important. So we're going to be finding that that people are going back to more le- natural applications of healing elements. Now, you know, I'll you know if if I need an antibiotic, I want an antibiotic, and, and they are from a living organism, um, drawn you know grown in a petri dish, but from a living organism. I am what I am feeling here is that we're going to find. Um, As a whole, there is a new generation coming up that is going to go back to the natural cures, the natural elements, and it will be a healthier generation because of it. A lot of the generations over the last decade or so are, are so into the chemical replications of things that their bodies don't recognize real health when they see it so that so that that's going to be one of the things that comes out of south america another element that that there are cities that have yet to be destroyed temples uncovered and languages interpreted that that help to give us a better understanding of a lot of the culture that was here before um, the 1300s, the 1400s, when when the Europeans brought syphilis and all sorts of other diseases to this to these shores and, and you know wiped out populations. Um, I would say that that as well there are the for some reason i keep coming up with the amazon i don't think it's because of amazon.com but i, I keep hearing the amazon i keep hearing um the, the 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 amazon in some way shape or form is going to change its direction so let's watch for that i do feel that that's here in this country you know i want to go back to south america south america holds a tremendous amount of wonderful insight and magic for us that that helps us to um become a a richer healthier culture so that so that that there's a lot of magic there that 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 it's going to sort of evolve over the next decade for sure Um, looking at this country i would say that that there are treasures here that that are staring us in the face that um that finally will open the the open to the magic that is within them and allow us to understand them there are a lot of pictographs that are all over this country that that haven't been interpreted yet and there are there are structures here that no one can explain and i do feel that that we're going to come into a time frame here where a lot of the the amazing history the antiquity that is in this country is going to more greatly become become more greatly appreciated and understood, so that and this is a decades worth here. Um, things like the 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 um, oh the serpent mounds. Things like the the element of the giants being here. Things like um, the cultures of the Native American Indians. And what I'm seeing here, and uh, which I think is fascinating, is that that eventually over the next decade, um, history is going to be put out there with greater accuracy than it than it is now um our schools aren't teaching history they're teaching i don't know what they're teaching but they're not teaching true history because every time there is a a new something new comes up new something new is discovered something uh is something that corrects the the past um, they ignored it. They ignore it. They don't rewrite the history books, and they really need to be rewritten because there is so much that, that has been uncovered over the last century that, that, that makes our history so much newer and so much more exciting and so much more appealing to teach children what what's being taught now has nothing to do with, with truly what happened in history. And we have, we have the, we have the evidence to substantiate the fact that, well, Christopher Columbus was not that great a guy. Um, so, and that's just a for instance, but, but what we've got going on here is that that we're coming becoming more and more aware of of how how alive history actually is and and with more information with the discovery of of documents and all sorts of other stuff we're able to understand where we came from and and where we now are and where we have the potential for going to a greater extent than ever before i would say that That especially for this year, even though September through December appears to be um, having parts of this country in upheaval, uh, they're isolated incidences for the most part. There is great acceptance over the changes that are going on. It feels as though there is a good flow of energy. There's a sense here of understanding the directions that are being taken. I, I, I doubt that, I doubt very greatly. That we are going to not be well informed as to what shifts and changes are being made so that so that we have a greater understanding of not only watching but holding people accountable for what they say and and that's going to be something that is going to be profoundly interesting because in the past people have not been held accountable. Um, our president-elect has made promises. If he does not fulfill them, he won't be there for, you know, for, for four years. Um, so that so that what we're seeing here is happily, um, the sense of apathy that has been present here for the last decade or two is no longer here. It feels like the masses are awake. They've seen that they have power and they're going to utilize it if people don't um Live up to the expectations and the and and the responsibilities that have been given them. There's going to be a sense here of it, it's it's fascinating because I feel that economically speaking, all of us are going to have a little bit more money—not a lot, but but we're not going to feel the drain that we have felt. So that there is excitement here, and there's and a wonderful there's a wonderful. Um, potential here that is that is you know beginning to open up for us as a as a people as a culture as a country as a nation and and there's a sense here of trust that is being rebuilt and it feels as though we're beginning to take care of ourselves first and then other people, not that we won't take care of other people, but, but this, we have a lot of healing to go through. And I do feel that we're going to, to um, experience a lot of that as well. Um, there, there are going to be loud voices that oppose all of this, but, but there, there are voices that are spitting in the wind. I'm afraid. Well, not afraid. I mean, they, they have every right to spit in the wind. It's just that it's not a, it's not a comfortable thing to spit in the wind. Um, but but there's, a, there's a lot of, um, there's a feeling of togetherness here. Strange as it seems that with all this upheaval, there's still a feeling of togetherness, appreciation, and, and a sense of people working together that I haven't seen for a very long time. Um, not that I've been paying attention for a very long time, but but as far back as I can remember, it feels as though that by the end of the year, That we are more as a nation working um, together as opposed to, um, you know, trying to divide and conquer. It's more of a together we can conquer even more. And and I'm not saying we're going to be a nation builder because we're not. We're going to take care of ourselves, at least for the next year. Um, So thank you, everybody. I greatly appreciate everything and everyone. Deb, thank you so much. See you next week. Radio at freedomslips.com. We'll be right back after this message. This is Barbara DeLong, host of Nightlight Radio, inviting you to join me on a cosmic journey, exploring a metaphysical montage of spiritual material, covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between, including spiritual readings for those who seek enlightenment. That nightlight provides you with equal measure of light, love, and laughter, insight, wisdom, and inspiration. Monday nights, 10 to 12 p.m. Eastern, right here on Studio B, Revolution Radio, at freedomslips.com.
0: Who are we? Where do we come from? Are you curious about the origins of the human race? Join me, Gavin McCall, and a variety of guests on Ancient Humans, where we decipher world events, explore scientists,